and Kaylee. We're two friends who have a lot in common. Some really similar experiences. And some wildly different ones. We met because of beer. We bonded over comedy. But maybe the thing we love most is bread. And each other. Do we though? Whatever. You know you love me. How about you just pass the bread? Um, oh, I do want to rip into this. I this is, I think, <laughs> the most beautiful loaf of bread I've made. No. That what, what's decorative a loaf, maybe? Yeah. But your decorative star bread? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. most beautiful thing you've ever made. I, okay, yes, you're right. I'm not gonna argue, but this is like just such a simple, beautiful. It's very aesthetically pleasing. <sighs> I'm very into it. I and because of course I was always nervous. As I'm always nervous, I was scared it wasn't gonna rise. So the fact that it has these like nice little humps, lady humps, <laughs> um, is beautiful. So uh, this is my f- this was my first time making Japanese milk bread. Hello, everyone. <laughs> We got right into the bread. We oh, yeah. are ready for it. I have had to smell this for a while. Mm-hmm. It, it smells nice. I like brought it out of the oven and basically put it in my car. And so the whole way I was like driving mm. over here, I was just like, oh my God, this smells amazing. And I can't wait to like have a bite. Um, Do some rippage. I'm not going to touch uh, it first. I don't want to destroy okay. your masterpiece. Oh, also. Oh, oh. oh my God. <laughs> It almost looks like... Um, Do you want half of this? You mean you're not going to eat the whole thing? Oh, I could totally eat this whole <laughs> thing, but I might judge myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take half. Look at that. It, that lake. <gasps> wow. She's... It's it's Valentine's week coming up, and um, she's got red nails, and she's making very sexual squeals about this bread, so... Mm-hmm. Girls got plans. <laughs> oh my god, it smells so good. Um, before I touch it, just yes. if just visually. Oh, uh, you can see the swirl. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, Admire no, no. your work. I'm very proud of this work. Um, but no, you should describe what you're seeing and then I'll talk about. Well, it just how reminds it. me of like a a potato roll or something. It's yeah. soft, but it's got that flakiness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I'm touching it. I'm touching it. Oh, it's got that nice little warmth. It is very soft. <laughs> Have you tasted it? Yes. Yes. Oh. I took like a little bite, but I'm I'm about to talk about mm. what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah? It's very pleasant. Okay. Um, yeah, I could eat that whole <laughs> I'd eat the whole loaf. I, as far as I'm concerned, this is a four-serving loaf of bread. <laughs> yes. This, this is a family of four situation. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, no, so I have been wanting to make this bread for a while because I've, like, mm-hmm. I've had it a couple of times out at restaurants. Um, it became very trendy recently. Yes. Or within the last couple of years. I think in the last, like, three or four years, it's hit, like, all the coastal cities um and tons of bakeries have been like starting to do it it's become it's 100% become a thing Mm um and I'm trying to like the one of the places I had it was at um Bastion like the restaurant um not the big bar in Wedgwood Houston Mm. and it was humble brag (laughs) she got into the exclusive (laughs) section Mm -hmm. um and they brought us out like uh Japanese milk bread rolls and we were like mm. can we have more and then they laughed at us and didn't bring us more because it's not that kind of restaurant no I was about to say you <laughs> no. don't go to a restaurant with multiple pairings and courses and ask for a refill on the bread basket but it was so good I had to at least ask I can live with that and I'm yeah um but anyway I, I looked up methods Wait, you, what did you have it with meat you said no what did you say I didn't say any, anything you just had rolls no, like we were doing the five course dinner and halfway through they brought out the rolls and they were like, mm. oh, hey, our chef is like, you know, they're trying something a little bit new. Like these are just like an add on. Like it wasn't on the menu. Well, it wasn't part of the menu. And so we were like, we took Oh, a I bite. know why I thought about meat. <laughs> <laughs> why did you think about meat, Kaylee? On your way over here, I was like, I hope it's coming with a burger because I like read an article, I think Bon Appetit or New York Times or something. It was like. The best part of this burger is the milk bread. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
just casually losing my mind. That went somewhere. <laughs> um, there we go. Um, no, so I've been wanting to uh, make this for a little bit. I think especially since this uses a similar method as, or the same method as, um, you remember those sweet rolls that I made, uh, the Tangzhong method, mm. which is basically making a Warm. water or milk roux out of um, flour, milk, and water. Okay. And then you add that to the dough. So this started out the same way where it was like, uh, two tablespoons of bread flour, three tablespoons of whole milk, three tablespoons of water, and you make sure that is all mixed together well, and then um, put it on low to medium heat and whisk constantly until like a roux forms. And you can see like when you drag the the whisk um, through the pot, like it, you know, it's like leaving a trail and okay. all of that. Yeah. And then you um, put that in a bowl and then let it get to kind of like lukewarm temperature. And then you mix it with, um, let's see, it was two and a half cups of bread flour, uh, a tablespoon of instant yeast. I was going to say, this is, a, I, there was rising, right? I assume yes. there's yeast in this. Yes. A tablespoon of instant yeast. Um a quarter cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sugar. Uh, four tablespoons melted butter. An egg. Uh, let's see. Half a cup of whole milk. A teaspoon of salt. And um, two tablespoons of dry milk. Oh. Yeah. So that's where the milk comes from. Well, on top of the milk and the, in roux, the roux and the other half cup of milk that's in there. Yeah interesting yeah okay so there's a lot of there's a lot of dairy products in this bread um apparently it's like seven times fattier than like regular white bread and i was like yeah that tracks so am i so (laughs) (laughs) um and you mix all of that together and this is part of the reason that i also got a little nervous about this bread was because Mm. this is the um king arthur like recipe Mm -hmm. and they were like put it it yeah put it in your bread machine or in your mixer and um turn it on for like 15 minutes um i have neither of those things so i was like oh i'm i'm kneading this by hand you don't have a mixer i have a hand mixer but i don't have like a you don't have a no tabletop mixer mm -mm, i don't have a mixer with like a hook attachment or anything no so Wait, why did you, okay, because you also, like, pretty early today asked me if I had a waffle iron. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Galentine's Day this weekend, so I was like, oh, I could do waffles. Like, that could be fine, because I love a waffle situation. And it Unrelated was... to this? Yeah, instead of this. Oh. <laughs> I thought like I thought like you found a way to like put this in the waffle maker oh. after and like get it like crispy and like I didn't know what was happening. It's a waffle panini. Like I don't know. I've seen oh. some weird waffle maker creations on the internet. That's all the rage to put things that shouldn't be in a waffle maker in the waffle maker. So I <laughs> love that you think I'm that trendy. You're the one. Who I have to re-download TikTok for every time you send me something. Um, Yeah, no. Anyways. The the waffle iron was not related to this recipe. Okay, well, it wasn't the same (laughs) general timing that we are discussing this. So how was I to know? You're just supposed to read my mind. You know me so well. Come on. Get it together. I do not want to have that ability. (laughs) I don't want you to have that either. Um, it would okay. be more than I can handle. Yeah, I think you know. Yeah, we're we're in each other's lives enough already. We're good. <laughs> we need to be in each other's minds. Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, so it was basically like this needs to be, uh, you know, in there for like fifteen minutes, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm kneading this by hand for fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. How was that for you? Um. You know, it came together pretty well. I don't think it was a full 15 because it was basically like it needs to become a soft, elastic You're not going to – you're going to be cramping and you won't be able to masturbate later. (laughs) Exactly. Priorities. Hey, it's Valentine's Day. 
Um, no. So I, I think it was about like 10 minutes of just like solid kneading and it was kind of like, okay, it is coming together and it was very mm-hmm. soft. It was, um, fairly wet. So I added a little bit more flour than the recipe called for, but I think it turned out okay. Look at you taking risks. <sighs> just, you know, trying to pay attention to the mm-hmm. dough, get it right. Just feeling it. <laughs> I actually was like, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, like I am getting so much more comfortable mm-hmm. with bread. And you nailed this. That was one of the goals of this it's podcast. It's It's round. It's soft. It's golden brown. It has the flakes. Of it's like, flaking off. Ugh. But soft flakes, not crummy flakes. Like exactly. Layers. Yes. Well, okay. So talk to me because there looks like four individual rolled things all you, into a loaf pan. You are correct. Okay. So uh, once everything came together, I put it in a lightly greased bowl and let it rise for 60 minutes. Just look at that layering. Yeah. It's beautiful. My half's almost <laughs> gone, by the way. Mm. Someday I'll, 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 I'll get there. If you, if, um, if you had less to say, you'd have more to eat. I know. Mm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to have to do some talking in about 10 minutes. I got it. I don't got <laughs> shit. <laughs> um no so uh it said like let it rise until puffy it doesn't have to be doubled in size just like larger so i put it in, it said 60 Most to 90 <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> you said you didn't have anything to say you were wrong you have so much to say right now <laughs> carry on <laughs> Uh, so I let it rise for 60 minutes, punched it down and then separated it into four equal size balls of dough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then rolled it out. And, uh, this is where I started getting flashbacks to the Queen Amon <laughs> recipe because they were like, roll it out to a five by eight oh, rectangle. No. Here comes the geometry. <laughs> And then um, fold it like envelope style Mm -hmm. um, and like press that down and then roll it out to a three by six rectangle. And then from the short end, start rolling it and then put it in. But just those two rolls. Only two. Not three. 37. Not 37. There were not five refrigerations well, it, between. There's so much more layers and flakes in this yeah. than your I know. queen of all. I know. Because <laughs> it all just became butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, I did that four times. You just like put those four little rolls in the tin uh, and then let that rise for about 40 minutes and so two rises yes okay um after the rolled in the like five by nine bread uh mm-hmm. loaf tin whatever let it rise and then preheat the oven to 350 uh brush a little bit of milk on top of the rolls so dairy heavy mm-hmm. and then bake for i baked this for exactly 30 minutes it's perfect and it's it's so good it's really lovely I'm what are, so I mean, happy what are it. they suggesting to serve this with? Because I saw using it as a bread for burgers. Um, I've also seen it with like a Wagyu mm-hmm. beef situation. Um, and by me, I mean, I don't mean me at all. I mean, New York has <laughs> and brought it up before we recorded it. <laughs> of course, of course he did. <laughs> but like, is it? we're just having it plain yeah i put some butter on mine and i'm i'm just going at it plain it's lovely plain so good but what is what is it intended for yeah so uh that is one of the things where i you know when i was looking up the history of japanese milk bread because like bread isn't something that japan really Mm -hmm. um like originally had yeah um because it was more focused on rice than wheat obviously until um what was it portuguese missionaries like washed up on shore in japan and like brought i'm not kidding they brought like bread to the country and then it kind of faded out well i saw something like it kicked off in like the 19th century so that is correct well what really happened and when this really like um the chizong method is both like japanese and like got adopted by china and there was mm-hmm. i think it was yvonne chen like she had a um 
cookbook where she popularized like this kind of method for baking bread. Um, but on this one, what kind of happened is uh, after World War II, uh, Japan was like in a depression and a lot of rationing happened. They got a large shipment of wheat and that was when bread kind of took off a little bit Has more. Has it always been cow milk? That's a good question. I don't know. I guess Wagyu is Japanese beef. It is. So there's no shortage of cows in Japan. No. Wow, we're going to sound like cultural <laughs> idiots. Um, I know two things. Um, so what they probably. mainly use it for is like sandwich bread. So this is yeah. like this method with like the little rolls is one way to do it. But they also do that like perfectly square. Like you know how Dozen does mm-hmm. those like sandwich breads? Yeah, I've seen I that. saw a lot of it. That's what is done with um, milk bread. And they use sandwiches. It's like a convenience food. And they think of bread as more of like a snack than like a lot a of other staple things or something yeah but some will do like a like the red bean paste mm. with it oh you have some of that <laughs> don't oh, you have like buckets different of it? Oh. <laughs> different i don't think i want it that spicy <laughs> like the sweeter red bean <laughs> yes okay yes not not the gochujang <laughs> uh tub of gochujang that's in my fridge yeah this um, could be good with some spice who knows yeah, but I think I think that's one of those things where it's like it feels like it is more of like a I don't know snack like there's not or a sandwich. Well, because I'm trying to think of it at this softness and texture in a sandwich, it's gonna get that like it's really gonna smash down as soon as you take a bite. Or I don't feel like unless you do it very thick, it doesn't have enough structure to like hold all the things. Yeah, but. I mean, I briefly looked that up and I saw a lot of like using it as a sandwich and that like perfectly squares where they were like buttering it though and like cooking it on a flat top. So mm-hmm. it got that like almost like grilled cheese texture where it's yep. crispier and that sounds delightful. Oh, that is. Hence why I thought the waffle maker was part of your idea. <laughs> your but the vision, waffle maker okay? would crush it. It would but turn us like But so only thin. certain squares and then the puff and then it would be. Well, maybe I you're on to something. Maybe you're on to a new trend. Maybe one of us will get a waffle maker. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, no, I mean, I think that's like the other restaurant that I had this at was when I was in Philadelphia and it was like a somehow like Japanese Jewish fusion restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the as they do, <laughs> the um, appetizer was like milk bread with this like cheese and it was like the milk bread was toasted mm. and then there was like this cheese dip mm-hmm. and it was like my friend Alexis and I just sat there and we're like this is the best thing we've had this is amazing yeah and it was perfect but that sounds good like toasted yeah. does sound good because I think it would be like I don't know because it's light so you get that airiness if you mm-hmm. toast it a little bit I can't get over how much I love this and how happy I am with it I'm, I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you. I'm proud of me as well. We had two wins in a row. Like, it's like we know what we're doing we're or something. bakers. <laughs> okay? Our skills are just consistently rising. Hire us for your bread expertise. Okay? <laughs> we know absolutely nothing. <laughs> About this and most things. <laughs> but as home cooks... We are nailing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well done. Thank you. And it was also, like, this was a very easy recipe to make. Mm-hmm. Like, it really was, like, it seems like with the folding and stuff, but it, like, I think I maybe spent a total of, like, 25 minutes putting all of this together. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Because you would think the roux would almost make it kind of complicated or whatever. Because that can Mm -hmm. go sideways if you aren't patient with it or whatever. But Well, if you aren't consistently whisking it, yeah. But, like, Mm -hmm. it it came together really well. Cool. Yeah, so I will make this again. And I highly recommend anyone else make it. (laughs) It's a good recipe, (laughs) y'all. I don't know. Can you tell our first podcast? (laughs) (laughs) We don't know what we're doing. Um, Yeah, bitches, all you subscribers out there, highly recommended by the one and only (laughs) (laughs) B.
Uh-huh. <laughs> Find also, I know we're 20 minutes into this episode. Yeah. You want to address that it's coming out a day late or a night. It's the end of the day, not the morning of. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes life just like <laughs> happens in unexpected ways and you just mm-hmm. got to roll with it and you got to adapt yeah and you know you gotta tweak the recipe a little bit and be like you know what technically it's coming out on the recipe of life oh yeah we're gonna get all into the metaphor here but um (laughs) yeah it's been a complicated week so we're coming at you a little late (laughs) but with an excellent bake so in all honesty i'm you know do you guys i'm curious do you have to listen to us just drooling over our own creations while you're like driving to work or whenever you're listening to this and just get pissed off that you're not eating with us like how many of you have like been inspired to bake and actually baked something after listening to us like you know freak out about how good something is for 25 minutes? Oh, your question went a different direction oh did it well i was gonna say how many of you wanted to drive off of the side of the road because you're not hanging out with us and eating oh, bread oh, oh wow <laughs> Yeah, you're correct. That was a different direction. But I hope you've all been inspired to do your own cooking. <laughs> Don't you just wish that you were sitting opposite Kaylee getting made fun of for like hours at a time? Let me tell you, it's one of my favorite things. So She keeps coming back, so it must be. You couldn't shoo me away at this point, scare me away. I don't even know. Okay. I've had nothing to drink. What is this night? Why aren't you drinking? Go over to a bottle of wine. Mm. No. Just drink out of the bottle. Straight from the bottle. I'm good. I'm good. Are you? You just <sighs> insulted me for not offering you a beverage. So. I didn't insult you. That was not. <laughs> <laughs> that was more a common uh, commentary on my loopiness than it was your bad my, hostessing we're skills. We're both loopy. <laughs> and uh... well, yeah, because you're like. You're on another level of of hustle right now because you you've uh, you're dipping <laughs> Is a that toe. What we're calling it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kaylee's ultimate ultimate hustle level just consistently yeah, going up. My life is <clears throat> almost unmanageable. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so now you not only have she's back in the more corporate mm-hmm. type world, back to that nine to five grind, working a full time job, has a comedy side hustle. It's only uh, been a almost three years since I've been gainfully <laughs> How has it been busting out all those blazers again? I haven't worn a single one. Oh, shit. This is, I, I'm approaching this, this job differently in that. Explain that. Well, so my tendency is to, like, show up looking, like, professional as fuck. But I can only maintain that for, like, a week. And then I wear less makeup. And then I wear shittier clothes. <laughs> and then my hair is just a bun on the top of my head. Like, I just, like, slowly digress. And so I, like, intentionally was like, nope. I'm showing up casual on day one. <laughs> just ready to fist bump. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I got a an employer who's into the fist bump. <laughs> I haven't shaken his hand yet. There's two other guys. Shook their hands. Great handshakes. He won't touch my hand. <laughs> he won't touch anything but your knuckles. <laughs> Loves a knuckle. Um, yeah, so I showed up the first day in, like, like nice pants and a sweater. And what I'm wearing right now is what I wore today, which is no. a black shirt and purple pants and loafers <laughs> or whatever the fuck these are. You know, I'm keeping expectations low from the beginning. Which I'm very grateful for, because like the first day I walked in, I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. Yeah, they were all wearing sneakers. Nice. And I was like, "This is my spot. Yep, <laughs> this is where I live now. <laughs> it's me and three dudes, back to my perfect comfort zone. Yep, rich white men <laughs> who pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that, you're also just how many how many new shows did you kick off this month? Like two. Yeah, it'll be two new shows this month. Because the Seven wedgie... total. Okay. Man, that's almost two a week. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How There's are... two a couple weeks. Yeah. Kaylee, how do you do it all? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, not well. 
uh you know you fake it you pretend everything's fine <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh therapy <laughs> so helpful mm-hmm. yeah it was it was encouraged in therapy this week to ask for more help <laughs> how's how's that going it's been hard <laughs> She asked if I had confided in people, and I told her I would rather die. <laughs> she didn't love that answer. Yeah, because she's a good therapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Baby steps, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. <laughs> tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny baby steps. You know, it's just a lot. It's a lot happening at once. If it had been dispersed out a little more evenly, that would have been ideal. Yeah, because then you wouldn't have had to ask anyone for help. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Or, like, the fucking universe could just give me a little break. I would love that for you. Me, too. That's that's actually all I want for you. Me, really. too. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, over half our friendship has been your life just, like, in insane chaos mm-hmm. and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not ideal. It's not. It's not. I'm kind of shocked, like... I don't know why I've never had an ulcer or yeah, <laughs> or like, a nervous breakdown. <laughs> well, mm. that you know. <laughs> uh, fair. That's right. You don't ask for help or to- tell anyone what's going on. Correct. So, yeah. Well, I have I have my breakdowns privately, so that like by the time I have to resurface again, I'm totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so healthy. Yeah, it's good. Yeah um okay well yeah but you know it's a lot but it's good things mixed with terrible things and the good will win it will yeah i can't stay like this so i agree yeah (laughs) now that we've confused the fuck out of everybody (laughs) no things fine it's just a lot happening at the same time so yeah you know how's your work-life balance (laughs) Ooh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that good mm, mm-hmm. um well it doesn't i don't know this is kind of funny like it doesn't feel super balanced right now like it like this week i've just been like oh cool i worked 11 hours without mm. even like really thinking about it yeah um but part of me is um it's feeling energizing like i'm tired don't get me wrong but like I'm learning new things and I'm getting to learn um, a different angle. I don't know if that's the right word, but like I'm getting to learn a different side of my industry than I have in the past. And it's been making me realize just the last actually like three weeks where I've been like, oh, I haven't learned this much this fast in a while. Mm. And it's felt really nice because I feel like, I'm being stretched and I'm learning. Yeah. And like, I'm excited to learn all of it. Um. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I missed my mouth while I was trying to drink water and listen. I was trying to be a good listener. I needed a shower. <laughs> <laughs> and I apparently just needed to laugh. So like, it was wow. colder than I expected. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw the shiver. <laughs> uh, Everything's fine. That's good. Um, <laughs> no, so I I realized I just I haven't. Yeah, like I'm, I'm being ener- like I'm energized in a way mm-hmm. um, that I haven't been in a while. Well, and it has, yeah, you have to like at some point think like work can become so stagnant. Yeah, you need to be reminded of why you like doing it and shown new ways to enjoy it again. Yeah, and I think also um, <clears throat> it's it's interesting to learn this much and like not be new. And not be mm. like to to be coming from a place of like, 
no, I know what I'm doing. Like I know this industry, but, and I can put my knowledge that I have to use. Um, but there's different ways to apply it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And kind of like getting more responsibility or working with like bigger clients, like bigger names is kind of like one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is exciting. And it's taking this, like, I've almost been in my industry for like 10 years and getting to kind of like see all of that come together. And I don't know. It, it, it's, Things clicking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. And I think, too, just, like, the team that I'm on now, there's, like, a lot more um, – sometimes I don't always love this, but there's more flexibility than there's been. Um, Wait, why wouldn't you love that? You like structure. Because I like – yeah, I like structure. I'm, like, process-oriented, um, and I've always been very – like, I like to know my role, and I like to know exactly what I'm responsible for and um, – be reliable in what I'm doing and all these things and on my current team there's a little bit of a like I can flex this role a little bit more and I can like grow it in a way that I want to grow it it's not clearly defined like Mm -hmm. my boss and I the the past three weeks we've had a lot of um discussion about like the hybrid nature of my job Mm. and how it's something that like I really like that variety. Like, and I think that's kind of energizing to me, but there, you know, there are certain things you have to balance. Well, you've kind of that. been given a liberty too to kind of create your own position, sort yeah. of like you're picking and choosing the pieces that work for you. Yeah. And I'm also too, like, this is the first time in my career I'm ever managing a team mm-hmm. and I'm figuring out like a management style for me or like not even a management style for me, She's but like, a about it. She's reading books about how to be a good man. I I am because when in doubt, <laughs> read a book, learn all the things. This is all my motto. The things. Um, <clears throat> no, but like just kind of realizing the personalities on my team and how I relate to them. Um, well, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, the big old dick she uh, choked on. <laughs> <laughs> if I can spit out water, you can choke on a fake dick. Okay. <laughs> yep. Apparently that's what's happening. Um, no, and just uh, I think trying to figure out what that looks like, and also realizing like I've had really good managers, um, and one of uh one of my managers in the past who I just really respected a lot and like you know wanted to like grow up and be like his management style is not it's not me and I can't try and like emulate that with like my direct reports because one I'm not a man (laughs) and two like I have a different personality and I lead in a different way why would you have to be a man to be like him no I'm saying like the way that he like he never asked personal questions he was not interested in like oh anything personal and like as a woman i can't do that and also that's not why? me why like, i because that reads a completely different way on a team of women it just does if i never asked any mm. of my direct reports anything personal and only talked like the job they would think i did not care about them as people Man, you got to stick to working with men. <laughs> Literally, I've said four words in the last three days. It's great. Yeah. They don't care who I am, where I came from. They don't know if I have a child. They don't know <laughs> shit about me, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I was like, this is your dream scenario. <laughs> it really, <laughs> really is. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I've just been having to figure out, like, what works for me, what works yeah. for my direct reports, and... I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying this. I still get very stressed out, but I'm enjoying this more than I thought. And I've also realized recently that um, a thing that is changing my days for the better is um, the first hour or two that I am like online, I don't open up my email or interact with it. Like I'm dedicating Mm. the first like hour or Mm -hmm. two of my day to being like, this is when the deep work gets done. Like, this is when, like... Are you time blocking? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I have, like, <clears throat> 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Like, yep. Monday through Friday is... I'm aware of the time blocking. Scheduled. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it has taken so much stress because I feel like yeah. normally I get up and I, like, open my inbox and I'm just kind of like, okay, let's deal with the fires that, like, popped up. Let me, like, answer things. 
And instead, I'm taking a much more intentional approach and I'm being like, what big picture thing do I need to think about? Or like, what like copy of something do I need to like dive into? And like, it's it's made tackling that first thing makes the rest of my day feel so much better. So I interesting am feeling less stressed and like I can breathe. And also like I've actually been able to get out of bed. Um, cause I was struggling with that for a little while of just like my alarm would go off and then I'd lay there for another hour because I just like didn't want to get up, which mm. is always a sign of depression for me. Um, and we're not going to talk about my bed happening. <laughs> uh, but like this week I've actually gotten up when my alarm went off and been like, no, I have to get this stuff done. Yeah. And it's just helped have a better rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I can't remember if I talked about this on the last podcast, but like I had been feeling like my evenings were just being sucked into like tv i think we talked about how much tv we were watching all we talked about (laughs) but i decided last week i was like you know what like i feel like i get done with work and i'm so exhausted and i just like grab my dinner and sit in front of the tv for like four hours and then i go to bed and i just like do it again and it's (laughs) like terrible and i don't love this and (laughs) like terrible for me personally like it doesn't like feel great and so last week I just decided to try something and I was like okay uh I can watch one episode of tv like while I eat dinner and just chill and Mm -hmm. then after that I have to do like I I have to do something else or like not even do like I've been reading a lot more which has been great yeah um and just kind of like not numbing out in that specific way Mm. and even if I'm you know like reading or baking or like doing whatever it just um I feel like it's helped a little bit and this week I've wanted to do it like I haven't it hasn't even been like a rule for myself like I've just been like looking forward to that time yeah here's my episode of tv and then I'm gonna like like last night I sat there and read for two and a half hours and I was like yeah this feels good So, you know, swap out one habit for another and it's fine. Yeah, but still, it's a different kind of stimulation. Because yeah. TV, too, like, if I'm not really into it, I'm also guilty of, like, half watching yep. and half on my phone and half texting and, half, like, I'm not actually engaging. Like, yeah, obviously, we wa- we talked about a lot of TV last time. And I'll go on an eight-hour bender. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm not even caught up on this week's shows because I like Sunday when they came out I was was I I, th- I guess I was home probably just like unwell <laughs> I don't know I don't know but like I'm behind so then it's like you have something to look forward to throughout yep. the week you have like an episode of this show and then tomorrow will be an episode of the other show yep. like whatever no that's like Monday nights now are like I eat dinner and watch the righteous gemstones yeah and Tuesday nights I watch someone somewhere somebody somewhere Mm -hmm. and it's been yeah it's been nice to have that and I also wanted to reserve like binge watching tv for the weekends to be like yeah that makes it out of the norm it's like a treat that you get to like zone out or just like yeah like watch five episodes or something if you want to um, oh, I could. I don't think I could ever binge, even, even when I wasn't working like a regular job, like during the week. I don't think. Sometimes I would. This is what I would. This was my t- bad habit, is I would decide to watch some new trash TV thing mm-hmm. at like eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> and then watch all eight episodes, and then it's four a.m. and I'm like, oh, well, that season <laughs> or that yeah, that show's over. So I've done that, but like not like shows I actually like. Oh, I don't okay. know. If that I was makes like, sense. that's the definition of a binge watch. Yes, so like, but like, but, I, I but not at like get the six p.m. Like my TV oh, okay. rarely goes on before like ten p.m. Oh, okay, see, it's, I don't have a TV in my bedroom, so and that's the only place I watch TV. Interesting. Okay, yeah. So it's it's usually like not a binge thing during the week. I'll binge if I turn it on during the day. I think. Okay. But that's a good point to mix it up because I've been doing um, audiobooks and podcasts at night too. Okay. When I'm like, I just can't, I want to be able to half pay attention. Mm-hmm. And then that's a podcast. 
or uh, whatever, an audio book. At night when you're trying to relax or like trying to go to sleep? Oh, just hanging out, relaxing. Like I'll turn on a podcast or an audio book and then play solitaire on my phone. Oh, okay. That's, I don't like, I have a, (laughs) I always have a podcast or audio book going like if I'm doing something as in like. I'm cooking, I'm washing dishes, I'm taking a shower. I prefer music for all that. I'm getting dressed. No, I'm all about like podcasts while I'm doing things. I listen to music while I work. And then, but like if I'm just like sitting doing something, it's music or nothing. Interesting. Yeah. I I did listen to pot like because I'm also remembering like my office habits and like trying to get back into that. Okay. And today I listened to a couple podcasts while I was working because it's all been numbers so far. Mm-hmm. So I can just like, I'm just like literally just data entry at this point is what it feels like. I'm just remembering like when you, uh, when you were no longer in the office thing, you had said at one point you were like, I'm behind on all my podcasts because yeah, I, yeah. Cause the commute and like the drive yep. and the sitting in the office, I like oh. couldn't, <laughs> I've had a hard time. I've lost so many podcasts. I have mm-hmm two or three that I still listen to weekly maybe everything else is sporadic or I've completely forgot it existed or it stopped downloading because I haven't shown interest in a while like because it was all for my drive and so I have found that now I'm like oh yeah these are the things I enjoy doing during my whatever but I'm also very lucky in that it's a 10 minute drive so i'm not you're not knocking out like getting a lot done but then i did i did i listened to a couple episodes of things today sitting at my desk yeah so there's something to be said about like this doesn't happen in my work too often but there will be those tasks where i'm like oh i can listen to a podcast while i do this because Mm. like it requires like 40 percent of my brain yeah and it's nice to have those kind of like i find those very relaxing Mm. where i'm like i'm doing this thing and also, you know, 60% paying attention to this yeah. other thing. And it's, like, very soothing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, but around the house is more music. Mm. Cooking, cleaning, that's always music. Awesome. A big part of that is I don't want my child listening to the books and <laughs> podcasts that I listen to. That's fair. But music is fine. Because <laughs> she doesn't pay attention to my music and usually puts her headphones on. Yeah. But that also limits my content. <laughs> Your content so then at night after bedtime, I'll like turn one of those on. Gotcha. Probably more books than podcasts. Or I'll be like, okay, I just need something mindless on TV. I've been watching the Olympics. Oh, nice. That's a thing I yeah. watched. Do you have like a favorite? Something you're like, like very sport. invested in? Yeah. No, I mean, it's been a lot of figure skating in this house for obvious reasons because yes. she's obsessed. But she's not even that interested <laughs> she'll be like turn it on and then she'll watch like two of them and be like all right i'm out <laughs> it's hard for her to like i don't know get into get invested it's not like one of those sports where you're like on the edge of your seat no it's pretty like chill there's lots of pauses there's lots of yeah, yeah i was watching like, like two minute routine there's a girl who's like all the rage for skiing and I watched her first race out, and she fell. And I was like, well, I think she has, like, four more events, and I'm sure she'll do great. But I was like, okay, now I don't care about this anymore. I <laughs> strictly turned it on to see this amazing downhill skier. And, oh, well. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Shit happens, I guess. But, like, um, I turned on cur- cur- curling to me is, like, watching bowling. I'm like, what? is happening i have no idea and i've tried to understand the scoring do not understand it didn't like i a watched curling... women's hockey i have watched that okay but didn't a uh curling place open up in nashville yeah recently? I, saw, I saw that recently <laughs> should we go try it we should, probably should i feel like should it's, we join it would be a the curling most, league oh god it'd be like the most embarrassing thing because they just like broom so furiously on the ice i don't get it maybe that's where we can get out our rage uh, that's fair I mean, can you imagine me trying to, like, get down on one knee and slide the fucking yes. rock? Yes, I can. <laughs> Do you know how bottom heavy I am? <laughs> yes, it would go so badly. 
I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe we join a sports league. Maybe that'll get us out of our, because I have a lot of time. (laughs) You have so much time. Yeah. You just have have nothing going on in my life. Every evening free. So let's join a rec league of an ice sport you know when would be fun to join that is this summer when we're so fucking hot oh my god yeah we could go be in the cooler for two hours or whatever that's actually like not a bad idea <laughs> look it up see if there's like june registration <laughs> i don't know i feel like by june you're gonna have like 13 shows a month and i'm just gonna be I mean, like i'm i'm literally <laughs> two days away from posting like an intern request for someone to come help with my shit i feel like you could post that up at like some of the college campuses and be like hey do you want to produce things do you want to learn oh, how to run i a mean small i was business? just gonna have the open micers do it for me oh they'd be shit at that I know. <laughs> being reliable remembering details well that's why you need to apply like real <laughs> professionals yeah i don't know i probably am gonna need to call in some backup <laughs> mm-hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but uh you know it'll all come together you'll find you'll find the rhythm eventually yeah. it'll happen yeah um okay so talk to me about your uh hooker red nails you're very holiday chic over there i just felt like i needed some bright color and i was like you know what like here's the thing i i go back and forth on like Galentine's Day, Valentine's Day, like it's such a cheesy commercial holiday. Mm-hmm. And like maybe if I was like in a, re- I think if I was in a relationship, I would hate it even more because it's like, no, this is just like a manufactured so inauthentic thing. To me. Yeah, exactly. But being single, it's more of a just like, yeah, it's a day to just like, I don't know, like tell people you love them or like your friends or like whatever. I don't care. Um, Wait, how do you go about celebrating? Sometimes I send some of my friends cards. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm trying to remember when I still lived in Ohio, uh, one of my really good friends was, like, very into Parks and Rec, which really kind of kicked off the whole, like, Galentine's Day thing, like, Leslie Nope with, like, the waffles and the Galentine's Day brunch. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I remember that. And so we, she did, like, a brunch, like, one time with just, like, a bunch of us there. And it was just, like, really fun. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, like, my thought with it. But, Sorry. like, uh, I think the last two manicures I'd done had just been, like, really dark colors. So I was ready for, like, a... Some joy. Bright dutch tulips by opi so i mean it hit like the 60s today it felt a little spring like Uh i walked to Uh lunch and i just a t like my shirt and i was like okay Uh here you go i know we're gonna get like two more months of bullshit soon but it was a nice tease it was uh that last night joy coming (laughs) (laughs) that sun on my face (laughs) desert child I love the heat so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gotta just like grab joy where you can at this point. I mean, I wiped the black off of my nails, and I now have clear sparkles. So that's yeah. pretty gay. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't think I've said that since fifth grade. I was like, is it two thousand four right now? <laughs> What happened? I didn't mean it in a derogative way, I swear. <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. This is... What a night. We're doing great. We're doing um, well. So you have plans this year? Yes. What do they entail? I'm not telling you. Why? <laughs> Because you will give me so much shit. I'm sorry. And I'm not doing it. That is accurate, but also you'd expect nothing less from me. So I don't know why you don't just give in. What are you doing? I'm not telling you. You're genuinely not telling you. I'm genuinely not going to tell you on this podcast. Oh my God. It must be bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I texted you earlier in the week and I like made a joke about Valentine's Day and then you're like, yeah, I have plans. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yep. Um, Sometimes you just got to indulge the cheesiness and it's fine. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I know you don't. <laughs> You're like not into pop-up cards or like anything like that. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, wait, you were homeschooled. So you didn't do like elementary school Valentine's. Great transition. Yes, correct. Well, so I'm just trying to think of like where you're affection for this holiday yeah maybe maybe i felt deprived as a kid from not getting to make valentine's as a child Well, yeah i mean it was like every year in school we would bring in a shoebox and then decorate it with construction paper and glitter and hearts shoebox yeah you get a shoebox cover it in pink and red paper you cut out hearts glitter glue your name you write your name on it and it becomes your mailbox you cut a little slot in it i've never heard of this oh my god <laughs> fuck homeschool <laughs> um no you like get a box everyone decorates it during arts and class arts and class arts and crafts and then everyone passes out valentine's so you have to get a box of valentine's for the whole class and you get a class list and then you write one to every single classmate and then you go put it in each other's boxes, and then you all exchange your cards, and blah, blah, blah. Adorable. You've never... I've never done anything like that. That's mind-blowing. <laughs> no, I did not know that that was a thing. Like, I, like, I've heard the whole thing of, like, kids in their class, like, giving out Valentines, but I didn't know a shoebox that you made your mailbox. Well, you had to make a mailbox with decorated. your name. So everyone knew where to put your Valentines. Okay, so when I was in high school, they would have these like, um, I'm trying to remember, was it like student council would like deliver them where you would like pay for carnations or like the little like conversation hearts or like Mm -hmm. things like that and people would come deliver them to you in class. Yeah, you'd like buy them for a dollar as a fundraiser for something or whatever. That's my experience with like Valentine's Day in school. Did you ever get any? Yeah. Huh. I did not. <laughs> Weird. I put off that vibe. <laughs> I'm actually shocked that you weren't showered with him like every year. Not at all. Really? No. We no what like we were not participating in that. <laughs> all right, that tracks. <laughs> it was the cheerleaders oh, and God. like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> No. I feel like also, oh, this is maybe where some of my like sentimentality with it comes. Like, okay, so you know how at Christmas my mom makes those cutouts? She also tends to cut out cookies. Oh, yeah. She, she, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> fair. Fair question. Um, she also tends to make them at Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, a lot. And when I was in college, somehow this became a thing where like, She would send me just this, like, box on Valentine's Day that uh, eventually my whole haul that I, like, lived on, like, knew to expect because she would send, like, cookies and chocolates from, like, the Mm -hmm. chocolate shop that I used to, like, work at in high school and was just, like, very thoughtful because it was always, like, kind of, like, towards the middle of the semester but before spring break. Yeah. And she was just so thoughtful and, like... I don't know. I always looked forward to it and it was like a special like, I don't know, like from my mom where I knew that she was thinking of me and um, I loved getting mail. So, you know. Yeah, my mom was into it too. I think she, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what her reasoning was, but she was very into making sure I always had like lots of Valentine's Day gifts. And I don't know if it was like to supplement for the fact that if a boy were to ever give me something and my my dad would probably murder him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know but she's very i mean still she'll send cards to juniper and stuff and i'll do stuff for juniper yeah like whatever maybe it's a mom thing stuffed animals a box of candy whatever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. but like I don't know. Between couples, it feels really... I'm sure there's a nice way to do it and a thoughtful way to do it. 
And I've, yeah, it's just, it just feels so forced. Yeah. Like, that's one of those things where it feels, like, obligatory. Like, oh, you bought me flowers because it's a holiday? Like, Mm -hmm. fuck off. (laughs) I remember uh, my previous office where it was, like, (laughs) oh, yeah. It was, like, a whole thing on Valentine's Day to, like, get the flowers, Mm, like, delivered. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, people would just be, like... It, there would be that whole like oh who got the best bouquet like that type of thing where it was like oh Good yeah. God. yeah like it was very off-putting Whose man was, loves them the most uh-huh i was yeah. also like delivering it to the office it felt like it was more i was like it's yeah, for it's show clearly to show you're a good husband not about like any yes. or a good boyfriend like whatever where it was just like oh fuck off write me a nice note mm-hmm. P- done yep best, best over thing. yep like the grand gestures like or just like save it for home mm-hmm. you want to be a grand gesture guy like do it with me do it with no audience and no audience <laughs> please exactly. no audience yeah so awkward mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but my mom also did that honestly to humiliate me is what, <laughs> but she would send like balloon bouquets like just mm. <laughs> When did, like, balloon bouquets, how old were you? Oh, high school. 17. To high school? She would have them delivered (gasps) to high school. Oh, my God. Because, like, she knew then I would have to carry them around with me all day. And I hate (laughs) balloons so much. Like, there is very few things that scare me more than going through a doorway with a set of balloons. (laughs) Like, it is awful. To ha- like because have they're to- gonna pop yes like- <laughs> because the door could shut it oh like it's legitimately torture like when i've had to buy them because i am a good mom i provide helium inflated balloons for my child's birthdays leaving a store with an automatic door and then hoping that the wind doesn't <laughs> suck that like and then stuffing them in the car and hoping like one doesn't slip out when you're shutting the car door. it's like so <laughs> awful <laughs> i did not we went know on a tangent i'm so sorry such strong opinions on balloons i hate them so much and i am so glad i know this now great this is amazing yeah everyone i tell finds it very funny and then they also <laughs> use it against me all the time like it since we're just going to unpack some traumas right now. <laughs> that is what we're doing. The high school, like the girls basketball team found out I didn't like balloons once. So they waited till I was on the bus for like a two hour drive. <laughs> and then just like wouldn't stop rubbing them all over my hair. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're such great friends. <laughs> That is traumatic. Yeah. That's, that's There's no escape. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um I hope everyone out there finds love. <laughs> Find something that makes you happy on Valentine's Day. There you go. Including your friends and lovers or whatever the hell you're doing. Because it's supposed to be the day before, right? Yeah, the 13th. Yeah, that's my mom's birthday. Mm. Well, maybe that's why she was so into it. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I like bought her a card too, and I don't know where I put it. Mm. But it should probably be in the mail already. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Sunday. You get like a grace day or two. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oops. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Next week. Wait, is it really Monday? Yeah. It's that soon? Yeah. Okay. Clearly I'm making big big plans (laughs) myself. (laughs) Because I should buy my kid like a box of chocolate or something. Yeah, she'd probably appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But, all right. Well, this was a... It was an episode. It it was an episode that happened (laughs) and is going out on the air tonight no editing straight Mm -mm. to no straight Mm -hmm. straight to the people truly truly maybe we'll um get so famous that we'll do these live for an audience how would that make you feel i would hate that (laughs) (laughs) 
Can you imagine two of us like and every like live podcast they're like hanging out on a sofa or like they're just in like a weird setting. But ours would be like people watching us eat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's even worse. Yes. It's like the worst thing. Let's do it. (laughs) Talking into a microphone in front of people while eating. Well, you could make it cool. Like, you could... How, Kaylee? How could you make it cool? Well, if you also had whatever you were eating served to the audience. Oh, that would make it cool. And it became a communal experience. Yep. That would be less weird. Yeah. Because people would also be eating with you instead (laughs) of just watching They would also be eating and... Can you imagine how cruel it would be to talk about how amazing a bread was in front of an audience that couldn't have the bread? Mm Mm-hmm. That's well, just... that's why I like was wondering if our our dearly beloved listeners get annoyed. They're hungry and they haven't had their lunch yet, and then we're just over here like, oh my god. I mean, that has been some of the feedback I've gotten of being like, now I really want bread. So you Eat know, some bread, make it yourself. No one's stopping you. No, we act. We actually actively encourage it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's let's wrap. You want to be thing. done? I'm done. We're done. done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. Uh, well done on your milk bread. Thank you. Thank you to the Japanese culture for providing it to us. Exactly. Delicious. All mm-hmm. right. Well. Bye. bye.